All right. I hope everybody's still with me. If you're not, I'm sure I'm good. I'll get a text. But good morning, y'all. It is Thursday morning, 7:35, um, and we're going to go over some ATM training today. Um, so yesterday we went over how to set up the appointment. So we went over how to set up a mortgage protection appointment, uh, final expense, and also a TV final expense, I believe. Um, so today we're going to go over whenever you get to the house, what you're going to do, what you're going to say, and so on. I'm not going to have time to go over every page of the ATM. Um, and for those of you are, that are just getting started with us, let me just say welcome to the family. And the ATM start, stands for Alliance Training Manual. And it's basically what we use to make sure when we're in the home that we don't get off topic and we go through everything that we need to go through to help out the client. Um, so if you don't know what the ATM is or if you've never seen one, don't worry about it. Um, you're brand new, so I'm sure you're the person who, you know, invited you out to meet the team or the person that got you involved, they'll get you in a copy of the ATM so you can have one yourself. Um, but it's just something that we use in the home as a, I don't like to say presentation tool because the ATM is really meant for you to have a good conversation with the client. It's not for you to just, you know, present something to them. Um, but I'm just going to go over real quick the the main pages of, you know, what we go over, what we say, and what objections we actually um, go over before the client goes over it. Because the best way to, uh, you know, attack an objection when you're in the home is to mention it before it even becomes an objection and overcome it. Um, all right, so let's see. All right, so you had set the appointment, you're going on the appointment now. Um, whenever I'm driving to the appointment, make sure that you're, you know, listening to a podcast or maybe you're even listening to one of these calls to get your mind right. But you want to do something that, you know, you want to have a routine before you go on your appointments every time. Like, I don't listen to music anymore before my appointments um, because I want to be in the right mindset so that I can help the client out. And the way I do that is I actually listen to these podcasts before my appointments, and I usually listen to um, some ATM training right before it just so I can, you know, basically get in the right headset uh, and then just be prepared. Um, so whatever you like to do, you know, listen to Stephen Furtick, um, say a prayer, whatever it is that you do, do it so that it can prepare you to be able to help this client um, and I actually say it, like I say, um, you know, I'm going to help this client. I'm going to find something that they're looking for and be able to help them out so that, you know, their family can be protected. Um, and then I drive up to the house. Um, whenever you're getting out of the car in front of the house, I just give a little quick wave just in case they're, like, looking through the window because um, I feel like if I was the client, I would be looking through the window. And if I saw someone wave, even though they didn't, there's no way they could have seen me, I'm going to assume that they saw me. So just give a quick wave once you get out of the car and a nice little smile so that whoever is staring um, thinks that you saw them and, you know, they got to open the door now. <laughs> so as you're walking up to the door, um, you want to take – like, you want to start noticing things that are unique about their 
um, front yard. Like, if they have gnomes, I'm going to mention those gnomes, and I'm going to, you know, want, I want to know who, first of all, is the person that put gnomes in the front yard. And I've never, like, I think that's, that's uh, very fascinating. So I would love to learn exactly how you come about collecting gnomes in the first place. So I'll ask about that. You're just taking up, like, little data pieces uh, on your client. So if I see, like, a nice garden out there, someone's got to be proud of that garden in that house, so I'm going to mention that. Um, if there's, like, a swing set or, you know, they have grandbabies, they put, like, a swing for, stuff like that. So you want to pick up talking topics um, as you're walking to the door. And as you're walking through the, to the door, you want to make sure you're um, rehearsing the client's names. So I set up an appointment with Bob and Sue. So let's say I'm going to see Bob and Sue. Um, so I'm going to repeat their names over and over again, Bob and Sue Jones, Bob and Sue Jones. Just because when they open up the front door, it's either going to be Bob or Sue, and who, whichever, if it's a male or female, I'm just going to assume it's Bob or Sue and just say their name. Um, you don't ever want to say the wrong name. It gets very awkward real quick, and you're just, you know, you're, you're not starting off on the right foot. Um, so take notice of what's going on, walk to the door, have your lead, um, in your hand and then your ATM. And then you should have, you know, a backpack of whatever you take with you, laptop, iPad, um, paper applications, whatever it is. So I have that usually around my, um, left shoulder and then my right hand, I have my ATM and my lead in my hand. Um, walk up to the door and you do a friendly knock. Um, what I do is I knock, if they don't answer, like if they no-show me, I'd knock once, um, wait for about three minutes, knock again, wait another three minutes, and if they don't answer the second time, I'd ring the door doorbell the third time. But whenever I knock, it's usually a knock like this. I hope you guys can hear this. So you just want to give a little friendly knock, because um, whenever... Whenever I was, like, younger, whenever you go to your best friend's house, you don't use the doorbell. No one ever used the doorbell. You either just walk in or you just knock. Um, but once they open the door, uh, let's say a male opened the door. I'm going to assume that's Bob. And I'm going to go, hey, Bob, um, my name is Tanya. I'm the one who is here to take care of you and uh, Sue. You guys wanted some information? And he's going to go, oh, yeah, and I'm going to step forward and shake his hand. Now, he's going to probably guide me, uh, say, come on in, and then I'm already walking in. Um, and as you walk in, you want to start noticing things about the house. Like, if it is a pretty decent looking, like, if it's a nice house, mention that it's a nice house. If it's not a nice house, don't say it's a nice house because, trust me, they know already. Um, and if you say it's a nice house, they're going to know that you're being fake. So be genuine. Um, like, I walked into a trailer home, and, I mean, it wasn't a bad-looking trailer home, but it wasn't nice, so I wasn't going to say that their home was nice. What I did say, though, was, man, it's peaceful out here. Um, you don't get this kind of quiet in Dallas. And then that usually, you know, gets them a little chuckle, and they're like, yeah, we love it out here. And then I'll ask, you know, how long you've been out here? Um, so you just want to keep a conversation going as you're walking into the door. Um, within the first three minutes, three to five minutes, you want to give them at least three compliments. 
So, you know, it's a, let's say it's a nice house. I'll say, man, this house is beautiful. Is it new? Um, and then I'll walk in. If there's a big screen TV, I'm going to make notice of that TV, TV and go, whoa, that's a big one. Um, you guys must get all the channels. And for some reason, that gets a, a good laugh. Um, and then as I'm walking in, if I'm noticing stuff, I, I usually look for pictures um, because if a family has been on a vacation to somewhere that they like, they usually put up a picture of it with the whole family. Um, and I'll say, whoa, where is that at? That looks like a fun vacation. And then, they'll, you know, they'll start talking. Now, as they're talking to me, I'm looking for the kitchen table. So once I walk in, I make a little V-cut to the kitchen table. Um, and then they're usually like, oh, yeah, we can sit here. Um, if they direct you to the living room, which a lot of people do, um, just say, man, I would love to, um, but can we sit at a, that table right there? I want to show you guys some stuff and tap on your ATM. And trust me, they'll say this every time. Oh, yeah, go for it. So when we're sitting down at a kitchen table, let's say it's a round kitchen table with four seats, um, since I'm a female, I'm going to sit next to another female. So if I'm looking at the head of the table, the wife needs to, um, the husband, husband. yeah. So the wife is going to sit at the head of the table. I'm going to sit on the right side of her. And then the husband is going to sit opposite <clears throat> across the table from me. So whoever, like, if you're a male, <clears throat> excuse me, if you're a male, you're going to sit next to the husband. If you're a female, same sex, it's with the same sex. Um, and we just do that as a precaution so that, you know, in the middle of the meeting, no one assumes any kind of funny business. Um, so just sit ne next to your own sex. And then from there, you shouldn't have any, like, issues from there. Um, but once I sit down, I don't open up my ATM or anything. Um, first, I, you know, keep having a conversation, get to know the client. And I want to get to know them as much as possible before I even open up the ATM and get to know them again. So let's say they're still talking about their vacation to Hawaii. Um, I'm going to ask them, man, that's awesome. So you guys are going back there. Uh, what's the plan now? And if they like to travel, I'll have them talking about that, um, talk about the places they've been, um, how long they've been at the house. Um, let's see. Are if they're if I'm seeing them, they're either refinancing or just took out a mortgage. If it's for mortgage protection, and I'm gonna ask about that. Um, how many kiddos do they have? Do they have, still have kiddos in the house? Uh, what made them move out here? And then after about maybe 15 or 20 minutes of just chatting, then I'll open up the ATM and say. All right, sorry I got off topic, but this is such a cool home. I wanted to get to know you all a little bit. Um, so I'll open up the ATM to the first page, um, and then with my – I usually set my ATM down so that, you know, they're they're looking at it um, on the table. I don't set mine straight up. And I have a pen in my hand to where I can point and go over the ATM. So I'm on the first page, the Alliance page. And what I say is, all right, so let me go over some stuff with you guys so I can get the information to y'all. Um, I'm really here just to make sure that you guys get your information, answer your questions, and then should you want to move forward with it, I can show you the next steps. 
If not, we're still friends. Um, and I'd love to learn more about what other places you guys have been and, you know, go from there. So I say on the first page, so Bob and Sue, the company that I work for, uh, we're called The Alliance, and we're a national group of agents all across the U.S. Uh, working together to provide our clients with mortgage protection, uh, final expense, regular life insurance, and retirement protection. Now, we don't do any kind of like home insurance, auto insurance, or renter's insurance. We solely cater to these four areas because we are experts in these areas. Um, now, do you guys currently have anything in place that would help offset your mortgage in case um, anything should happen to either you, Bob, or you, Sue? And I'll just wait for their answer. Because um, if they're looking for mortgage protection, I'm just going to go over what mortgage protection is. But I want to know if they've seen anyone else, if they've thought about this before, if they know what mortgage protection is and they already have it and they're just looking around for something better. I want to know exactly why I'm there. Um, so sometimes, most of the time you'll get from this question, you know, no, nothing's in place. Um, but sometimes you will get, um, you know, yeah, we got life insurance through the job, um, so we should be pretty set. We're just checking things out. Um, and if they have a policy for either regular life insurance or mortgage protection, I will, um, what I'll say is, oh, okay, great. You know, go ahead and grab that because it's going to be important to what we're going to talk about. Um, at that point, asking that question, I want to gauge at how much trust I have with the client because if they trust you, <clears throat> excuse me, if they trust you, they're going to go get the policy, let you look at it, and, you know, go from there. If they don't really trust you, they're going to tell you, oh, I have to look for it. It's in boxes. I don't know where it is. Um, they'll come up with some kind of excuse, but it's usually that. <clears throat> and that just means you don't have enough trust yet, which is fine. That's why you're asking that question so you can build that rapport before you even move forward. Um, but on this page, we actually go over a lot of objections like, is it, you know, um, we only do four things. We don't do any kind of, like, auto insurance or nothing like that. Um, you know, we go over the fact that they might think that life insurance works, you know, is, can be used as mortgage protection. Um, and then we also go over, um, like, usually when they say they have a policy, they mean that they have it through work. And you want to let them know that, yeah, work insurance is great and really inexpensive. <clears throat> because they allow you to participate in a group rate. But should you ever leave your job, quit, fired, um, laid off, whatever it might be, you're not going to take those benefits with you. You can take them with you if you choose to sometimes, but they're never going to give you that group rate that they were giving you. So it's going to have a, like a big increase in what you're already paying, and you'll be hit with that without even knowing. So what I usually say is, um, oh, yeah, work insurance, that's great. Take advantage of that as much as you can. If you can get more, do it because it's so inexpensive. Um, but it's important to have something outside of work that you own and control because your work insurance is not like real life insurance because it can be taken away if you leave the job. And then they'll usually shake their head like, oh, yeah, that's true. So then from that page, I'm going to go to the About Me page. 
And this page is not about you. Um, on this page, like I say, the first three bullets that I have, which is, hi, my name is Tanish Corey. I was actually born in Tehran, Iran. Um, my family and I moved to the Dallas area in 1999. Um, I was raised in the colony, and I have one older brother, and I am the baby of the family. Um, and I'll ask them, so, Bob Sue, where are you guys originally from? And they'll say, oh, I'm from Dallas. Um, she's from um, Arkansas. Which, to that, I'm already thinking, I want to ask them how they met. Um, so they'll say that, and, they'll be, and I'll say, oh, okay, so how did you guys meet? And then they'll go over how they met. You know, I was moving. He was part of the moving company um, or something like that. And then the next question I'm asking is, I want to know who chased who. Um, I want to know how they got together, who made the first move, um, how exactly their life came to be. And I'm going to ask them um, all that question, like all those, you know, who, wh where was your first date? Do you know, remember your first kiss? Um, how many kids do you have? Do you have any grandbabies? And so on. So you're really spending this time to get to know them. And ask questions to where you get the answers that you're looking for. Like, it's important to know how long this couple has been together. It's important to know do they have kids or grandkids. Um, it's important to know how long they've been in that house that they're protecting. If that house is, has sentimental value to them, that's important to you too. So it's good to learn these things so that you can know more about your client and how to help them in the best way. Um, so we're going to spend another 20 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes just getting to know them. Um, and I'm just going to be asking them questions like, oh, okay, you guys have been together for 33 years? Wow, that's not common anymore. You know, give yourselves a pat on the back. What's the key to making that work? Um, and I always say, like, as someone who, um, you know, if I ever do decide to get married, what's the key to making it work 33 years? And then usually you'll get some answers, the same typical answers. Um, but it's just fun to ask those questions and have fun with it. Um, after about 20 minutes on that page and getting to know them and their life story, I go to the next page, which is the second About Me page. Um, I have some pictures of my family and some traveling pictures. And I just say, so this is me and my family, um, and this is my Texas state license to let you know I am certified to do what I do. Um, and if you guys have, like, a story that, you know, you your family has been through the whole um, losing a loved one, how the aftermath works, and how it affected your family if you had life insurance or did not have it, um, share that story. Those are powerful. Um, I mean, you don't have to have a story, but if you do, utilize it because it's going to make you a lot more um, – it's going to show them an example of someone who's been through it because if you have been through it – like we, were, we went through it whenever my aunt passed away. Um, she had nothing, so the whole family had to chip in, and it's not easy to do. Um, so it's important to go through those stores if you have one. I don't. I spend all of maybe 20 seconds on that page, and then I go to the next page, which is the companies I represent, and I'm just going through. Um, and what I saw on this page is, so Bob Sue, uh, we work with 17 different um, companies that offer insurance and also uh, retirement planning. Now, the reason why we work with so many is because we do the shop down for you, um, but when I say shopping around, I really don't mean the price. Um, what, I, what we do shop around for 
or because the price is set by the state commissioner. Um, so if you're looking at the same product between like Mutual of Omaha and Transamerica, you're going to see that the prices are within a dollar amount apart. Now, what we do shop around for, Bob and Sue, is we shop around for life, age, and health style because you first have to be approved, and then you can look at the covers that you're looking for. Um, because uh, what, what I'm really here to do today is to help you guys through the approval process. I'm here to make sure we fit you with the right company that's going to get you approved without any problems so that should you want to move forward, it's not going to have any issues. Um, and they're, like, shaking their head, like, okay. Um, and I even say this part. I say, you can do this online. You don't have to have someone here. Um, I just wouldn't recommend it because should you move forward with the application and get declined because the applications are, you know, they have a lot of questions, should you get declined, that's going to report it to um, to, uh, to the MIB, and that's going to be on your record, so later on, whenever you want to apply for more coverage, they're going to see that you were declined and possibly decline you again. So all I'm here today is to learn a little bit about y'all and to set y'all with the right company so that you guys can look at what options you have. Um, and then I go into all you got to know about these companies is that they're all A-listed here in the United States, um, and they all have billions of dollars in assets. For example, like Mutual of Omaha, if they were to pay out every death claim in one day, they would still have millions left over. Um, and all these companies have been around for over 130 years, so they're very stable and know how, exactly how to help their clients. Um, so my job is to connect you with the right one to fit your needs and your budget. Because we're not here to break your bank, we're here to make sure your family's protected in case of a tragedy. And then I usually have my pen pointing to Mutual of Omaha, and then I ask, um, do you guys recognize any of these companies? And they usually say, oh, yeah, Mutual of Omaha, um, and then I just go to the next page. Um, so this next page is your financial picture page. On this page, um, I'm actually getting all the, like, all the data on, their, on my clients written down. So at this point, you should already know, like, what's going on with your clients. The only thing you should be really asking about is their medications that they're currently taking. So write down the information. If you're brand new, just write down exactly what you see on there, so the name and age, height and weight, tobacco use, medications, operations, um, all that stuff, and whether they're looking for mortgage protection or what. Um, so if I was brand new, I would get all the information, find out, you know, that they're looking for uh, mortgage protection, what medications they're on, and then I'm going to call my upline. Um, so let's say, you know, let's say Trina was my upline. Um, I'll be, I'll get all the information, uh, write it down, and then I'm going to say this. If I'm brand new, um, just even if I'm not brand new, I still do this. I say, okay, um, I know what direction to go in, um, but real quick, let me make a call to my senior underwriter. I just want to make sure I'm headed in the right direction so that we don't backtrack. So I take out my phone, dial Trina's number. Um, when she picks up, I go, hey, Trina, um, this is Tanya. I'm sitting down with Bob and Sue. Um, they're looking for some mortgage protection. I just want to get your opinion real quick on something. Do you have a second? And then Trina will say yes. Um, and then I'll say, so they're looking for some mortgage protection. Uh, Bob is so-and-so, height, weight, tobacco use, all that medication. 
Sue is this and this. Um, what um, what air, what direction do you think I should go into? And just wait for them to tell you what to do. So when I first got started, I never did any of the thinking on the appointments, like the quotes, what company to go with, all that. We'll take care of all of that for you guys. Don't worry about any of that. Just worry about going in there and making a friend. Um, so once I understand where I'm going with it, um, the next page I'm really going to um, get to know, or the next page for me is the why it's important page, and I'm running out of time. Sorry, guys. I'm trying to rush now. Um, on this page, I want to understand why exactly I'm there. So on this page, I'm grabbing the lead, um, sliding it towards Bob and Sue, and I'm going to say, so Bob, Sue, um, tell me why exactly are you guys looking for some protection? Um, are you guys looking to make sure your mortgage is taken care of? Um, what exactly prompted this to be set in, and who are you guys trying to protect? So the, usually the first answer um, is a very surface answer. Oh, we just want to know what it would cost, or we wanted to put some protection in place to make sure we're protected. Okay, awesome. Well, that's really smart to do, especially in today's world, because you never know what's going to happen. And if you have loved ones, you should have some coverage to make sure, you know, you're not going to be a burden. Um, and then I asked more questions because I want to know the true depth of it. So I asked them, okay, so you guys want to protect each other in case something happens. Um, so do you guys, you guys both bring an income into the home? It's about 50-50. So God forbid, should one of you die, the other one is left with a different lifestyle. They either have to minimize their way of living or they got to get a whole nother job and try to make ends meet. Do you guys, um, should anything happen to Bob? Sue, where does that leave you? And then just give her time to answer. You want to ask deeper questions because by now you've built rapport, but you want to know exactly why you're there. Because a lot of times people have a very specific reason why they're asking for help, but they won't tell you uh, unless you ask. And it's important to know because it might change your, um, you know, if they if they can get approved with both Foresters and another company, the Foresters is the best one because they really like having a will. I would put them with Foresters because they want to have a will in the future, and Foresters provide th provides that. Um, so just get to know them, get to know the reason why, ask deeper questions, and that'll uh, allow you to get to your, know your clients a lot better. Um, after that page, I just go over, I don't go over what final expenses because they're not looking for that. I'll go over what mortgage protection is. Um, then I'll actually get the quotes from my upline and write them down and show it to them. Um, and once it comes to this one, there's always three quotes that we show them. And they usually go with the middle option. Um, I don't care what options they pick. If it's the most expensive one or the least expensive one, I'm always asking them this question. So Bob Sue, um, be honest with me here. I don't want to put your family in something that, you know, doesn't make sense for y'all. If we do go with this middle option, let's say it's like 89 bucks a month. So if we do go with this middle option that's 89 um, bucks a month, and if, let's say it's the middle of July here in Texas, you know, it's hot, but your AC went out. If you had to replace your AC and get four brand new tires on one of your cars, how, would this still be a comfortable payment for you guys per month? And I just let them answer. Now, if they hesitate, 
I'm going to tell them, hey, we should probably bring this down a little bit. If they don't hesitate, I'll go with it. But I want to make sure that it's a comfortable amount for them because it doesn't make sense to put a family into something they cannot afford because they're going to end up canceling and they are left with no protection. That relationship is gone. And, um, you know, you get a chargeback. So the best way to help out a family is to make sure that, one, it fits their needs and fits their budget. Um, and I always use this line, too. If they hesitate, I say, you know what, let's make this a little bit lower, um, lower your coverage, too, because I'll, what I'll do is I'll check up on you guys every six to six months to a year, and I'm sure your finances will change after a little bit. We can revisit this and add on more coverage later, um, because with this kind of mortgage protection, you can start off small and add on coverage, but you cannot subtract coverage going forward. Um, and they're like, oh, okay, yeah, let's do that. So we'll go with the cheaper options um, after you, you know, what, know what options they want, um, which one they go with. Just ask for their driver's license, their social, and their bank account, and just do the application. Um, after that, set up their emergency response system, and that's pretty much, um, you know, as you're going through it, have as you're going as you're doing the application, have them do the emergency response system, so that they can, you know, they can have something to do. Um, so on the emergency response system, what I say is, so our company does something a uh, service for free. Currently, there's over one billion dollars of unclaimed life insurance money here in America. And it's not because the companies don't pay out. It's because the families just don't know there's something, you know, set aside for the loved ones in case anything happens. So what we do is we put a designated 10 people that you know and trust um, to make sure to let us know should anything happen to you, we can get your paperwork done, file your claim, and have your, you know, the check ready to give to you, Sue, or you, Bob, should anything happen to either one of you guys. Um, so that way, you know, they write down people's names and numbers so that you have a way of contacting them. And that's another way that we get referrals because I promise you they're going to put people down and they're going to say, you know what, he probably needs some of this too. Um, and then from there, you're just going to use the ERS system um, that we have, which we're going to text those people from the house right then and there. So they're going to be expecting you to call them and set up their emergency response for that family. Um, there's a, there's, I believe it's a activity call on that one. Um, listen to it because James Coleman is killing it with these and his re emergency response system. Um, the way he does it is very effective. Um, all right, guys, I'm over time right now and I'm so sorry. I know some of you guys are dialing this morning, um, but I hope this helped. If any of it did not make sense, please call me or text me. Um, I'm here to help. 469-835-0203. Um, if you guys need help with anything, if you're in a home and need help, feel free to call me. Um, but, uh, you know, we're all here to help each other out, and I hope this helped a little bit. Um, go, get your, uh, go get yours, guys. I'm getting mine, like Paul Roberts says, and then I'll see you all later. All right, bye.